Greetings, people of Earth. You have stumbled upon Voluntucky, the podcast that is all about creating a voluntarist world in Kentucky. And when I say Kentucky, I am referring to the geographic location, not the boundaries and territory of a particular set of thugs. Podcasts with a libertarian slash anarcho-capitalist perspective are already very different from other podcasts, but this one will be different even among them, because I am not here as a commercial for voluntarism. I am not here to change your mind or to convince you that voluntarism is the way to go. I am here to speak to those who already understand this. Welcome to episode 10, which is part 2 of the What True Governance Will Look Like series. I feel like I need to cover this topic because it needs to be covered, but I'm hoping to do a bit more of a mood change for most of the episodes from here out. Like I said before, governance is being held back, and that should only be a small fraction of the things that we're focused on. I want to focus more on the things that we're not going to be held back from. But before I get into today's topic, I want to tell you all about a special episode that I have planned. Probably this will be the next show that I put out, and I'm not going to number it like a regular podcast episode. I want this to be a sort of a heads up for those who have listened before, because if the special episode is the first episode you've heard, it might be a little confusing. The thing that I'm always trying to do here is to inject my vision for a voluntarist world into my audience so that you're inoculated with it, so to speak. So you'll often hear me describe a world where our ideas are the mainstream, even if it's only in the Pulaski County area. The premise for the special episode is going to be a podcast from, say, 2026, post-trigger. Like, a year or two post-trigger. And I'm not going to announce anything about that at the beginning of the episode. So if this happened to be the very first episode of this show that anyone listened to, it would have a sort of a War of the Worlds effect on the listener. And they may assume that the things that I'm saying are real-world circumstances that are a reality right now. And anyone who is already a voluntarist who doesn't understand that I'm not actually describing real situations is probably going to be freaking out a little and wondering where in the hell this place is and how can they get there ASAP. So when you see that show with no episode number posted here in the next week or so, I want all of you listening to please, please, please do what you can to share it and make sure it reaches the ear of every voluntarist friend that you have, or even those who are liberty-minded but not quite yet voluntarist. We might just bring them over that hump. Okay, now for the main course of today's show. We all know that at least 95% of what involuntary government does is superfluous and unnecessary and only done for the purpose of ultimately keeping themselves in power. When it comes to taking over the role of doing those things that government does that do indeed need to be done, the things that I covered in episode 8 on my vision for what role the social credit score would play in addressing potentially dangerous behavior would cover about 95% of that remaining 
5%. The last episode where I talked about how the roads could be taken care of isn't even the same topic because private business could do that if involuntary government didn't. But I'm still struggling to see how preventing dangerous behavior that is not done with intent to harm could be a profit-making business. Businesses need incentives to work. And if you're incentivized to address dangerous behavior, then you're incentivized to call behavior dangerous that isn't really dangerous. (laughs) And even to lie and to pretend dangerous behavior was happening when it wasn't. This is how we wind up with parking tickets and seatbelt tickets and jaywalking tickets and all kinds of things that do real harm under the guise of preventing harm. So, we figured out how to eliminate 95% of what involuntary government does. And of the remaining 5% of things that someone should be doing, we figured out how to handle 95% of that. Now, what about the remaining 5% of the 5%? That's what I'm doing today. I'm talking about those behaviors that are either done with intent to do harm or done without intent, but do actually cause harm. This is where the jury system of Voluntucky comes in, and this is most of the reason why the community charter is necessary. So today I'm going to read you some parts of the charter as it stands today. Of course, this is not yet set in stone, and I want your feedback on how it can be improved. You can email those ideas to me at mattwithrow at voluntucky.com or comment on this episode at the voluntucky.com website. This is the section of the charter entitled Jury Creation. Quote, Selection of jurors will be conducted by random lottery as to give equal possibility of selection to all community members. Failure to meet the obligation of serving as a jury member will be taken as a witness that that person no longer wishes to remain a community member. Juries shall be constructed of Voluntucky community members for the purpose of deciding fault and or damages pertaining to accusations of violations of property or attempted violations of property that may have been committed by a community member against anyone, irrespective of their community membership and for carrying out enforcement of reasonable restitution or reasonable future prevention should the damage caused by those violations for which the accused may be found guilty be deemed irreparable. Since the requirements of this community charter go beyond the prevention of property violation, juries may also be constructed for the purpose of deciding verdicts resulting from accusations of violations of the community charter that do not involve property violation. End quote. Okay, now, what constitutes property is laid out before this part of the charter, and I'll be reading that part on the show when I do a show on what Voluntucky community members will consider to be property, or you can peruse that at your convenience on the website. You'll notice that the word intentional or intent are not used here, but the word attempted could be considered as implying intent. So basically, the jury will be deciding how to set things right in those instances where actual damage was done or when someone did intend to do damage, whether or not any actual damage was incurred by another party. And this could include instances where there was no intent to do damage at all, yet damage did occur. For example, if you wreck your car into someone else's car, 
you may not have been trying to do damage, but that doesn't mean you're not liable for damages caused by your mistake. And these kinds of mistakes will almost always be handled between the two parties involved and would almost never need to involve a jury. Almost never. <laughs> Those instances where the damage done is deemed by the jury to be irreparable or impossible to make right, for example, if someone lost, lost their life in the incident, then the jury's job is to take reasonable measures to prevent those behaviors from being repeated by the accuser ever again. What does this mean? Well, that's up to the jury. Entirely up to the jury. In thinking about how to create a world where personal responsibility was to be expected, the only answer I can come up with is to eliminate those things that would stand as barriers to individuals being held responsible for their actions. And I know that's what the state is supposed to be, but in our current world, that barrier is the state. Right now, if a law were changed to allow the death penalty for drug possession, and a jury or judge handed that sentence down, what are the potential repercussions to the individuals responsible for ending that person's life, including the person who actually pulled the switch or pushed the button that caused that person to die? Not much, if any. Even if you use the system and were able to get the law reversed, nothing would be done to those responsible because it was perfectly legal at the time. In Voluntucky, this will not be the case. Voluntucky will be comprised entirely of voluntarists. So if, for example, a jury were to hand down an unreasonable sentence, there's no state to protect each juror from individually being held accountable and being accused of a property violation by another community member. Now, if you're thinking this could all turn into a giant clusterfuck, well, I thought of that too. And that's why not everyone can become a community member. There's no way that much power or responsibility could be trusted to any random person off the street who has lived their whole life under the state umbrella and has not even the faintest concept of self-governance. And if it were possible to flip a switch and make this process the new way of doing things for everyone, it would, no doubt, turn into a clusterfuck of giant proportion <laughs> but how else do you remove a never-ending legislative process that requires legislators in ongoing positions of power and presumes the right to dictate right and wrong to everyone else the only way i know to put the power of the individual to determine right and wrong for themselves back into their own hands is to remove the things that stand in the way of that You've heard your whole life that with great power comes great responsibility, and that's true. Well, in Voluntucky, that power is entirely in the hands of the jury, and so is the responsibility of facing consequences for their own actions. Before a jury hands down a decision, they will each be forced to consider if their actions are truly either restitution for damage done or reasonable prevention of future damage or if they themselves are committing a property violation. They will have to think about whether or not another randomly chosen jury of voluntarists 
would consider their actions to be acts of tyranny. And if you're convinced that the only possible outcome is a clusterfuck, then I'm going to again ask you to ask yourself whether or not you're truly a voluntarist. Is it other people that you don't trust? Or is it yourself that you don't trust? Well, I don't trust the general population either, but I have an enormous amount of confidence in the decision-making abilities of other voluntarists. Even though the project hasn't gotten very far yet, without going into detail, there's no way it would have even gotten as far as it has unless I had trusted other voluntarists with access to things that put power in their hands that could have let them do damage to me. But they didn't. I had to just go with my gut and ask myself whether I trusted these people. I'm not going to trust you just because you claim voluntarism, but I had some history with these folks, and they have never violated that trust. The idea behind the creation of the Voluntucky Project is to give us all a basic platform of trust to reduce or even eliminate the need to trust people who aren't part of the project. It's like giving a house key to a friend so they can water the plants or feed the fish when you're not there. If I thought I had to tell you not to eat the food in my fridge, then I'm just not going to give you a key. <laughs> so when I'm thinking of what type of people should populate Voluntucky, it's like not only giving a key to a friend, but giving a key to a friend that is responsible for making keys to give to their friends. The Voluntucky Project is not about me having power over other people. It's about finding the people I would trust to have power over me. Because right now, I really don't like the people who have power over me, and I didn't choose any of them. Nor do I trust the people who did. Jury selection will be completely random, and anyone who is selected will be expected to serve. This is one of those requirements that, if you refuse, is not a property violation, but is a charter violation, and juries may be called to decide on either. Juries will be required to enforce their own decisions. You don't get to hand down decisions and then expect someone else to do the dirty work. And if your common sense tells you that 12 randomly selected voluntaries from the community would deem your actions to be acts of tyranny, then you better rethink those actions before you take them. The purpose of a voluntucky jury will never be to extend punishment. Punishment is for exploiting the self-preservation instinct so people will behave for the sole purpose of harm not being done to them. Punishment is for the punishers to have a power trip. Punishment has nothing to do with moral judgment. The decisions of voluntucky juries will be for the purposes of restitution or future prevention. So if you cost someone money or property, you're going to have to make that right. If it's not possible to make it right, then a jury may find that you cannot be trusted to be around other people in the community and you could be detained if they either have reason to believe that you may commit similar acts in the future, or if the faintest possibility that you could commit similar acts in the future is an unacceptable premise. For instance, if you take someone's life in cold blood, it is 
entirely up to the jury as to how they will make sure that never happens again. It's not for punishment. It's so the rest of us can live our lives without having to worry about what you're going to do. Anyone may accuse anyone of property violations or community charter violations without any third-party involvement. There will be no authority figure to file it for you. In doing so, you assume a personal risk that you may be accused of trying to commit a property violation by proxy of the jury system if you file a false accusation. And whomever loses the case is responsible for jury pay. So the likelihood of someone accusing you of something you didn't do is pretty damn slim. Not paying a jury member after you've lost a case that you initiated also makes you liable to be charged with a property violation because you knew that risk and you took it, so now you owe. At that point, it's pretty easy for another jury to say you're likely to commit a similar act in the future and decide that you should be detained for or essentially babysat until you have paid the former jury and the new jury. The jury is responsible for all of the aspects of the detention, but community efforts can be made to create detention housing as well as provide for the detainees' basic needs. While jurors are ultimately responsible for these things, they can also utilize crowdfunding for this. There are always ways to fund all of these things. You know how I know? Because we're already funding all of these things and then some for the state. And when we're not funding those things for the state anymore, it's going to be a hell of a lot easier to fund them for ourselves. If you want to make the argument that people won't voluntarily fund these things, then I guess we just answered the question of whether or not you're really a voluntarist. Because that's the statist argument. If there is a demand, then supply is easy to come by. I mean, seriously, eliminate government's ability to tax me, and then ask me for $100 to make sure rapists and murderers and even habitual thieves aren't walking the same streets as my family. Watch how quickly I throw that money at you. I have two more short parts of the charter concerning juries I'd like to read to you, and then we'll move on. Quote, In any case in which the community member accused of tyranny or property violation claims to have acted in self-defense, a jury shall decide the guilt of the accused based upon the history and capability of the injured party to carry out such threat, and whether the accused should have reasonably understood any perceived threat as viable. End quote. And the other part is, quote, No person may be involved in more than one case at any time in any capacity other than as a witness. End quote. I came up with the first part there because it occurred to me that there may be a lot of cross accusations where each person claims to be in the right. So rather than having a jury to decide in one case which party is the accused and which is the accuser, the first person to file their accusation will be the accuser. And if the accused claims they were acting in self-defense, then they must convince a jury of that. 
and the criteria on which a jury will make that decision must be on the grounds of the capability and personal history of the injured accuser to carry out such a threat. So, if you file an accusation because someone shot your six-pound poodle when it growled at them, and they claim that they were justified because they were defending themselves, a jury would decide if that is true based on the poodle's past body count, I guess. <laughs> if the jury believes that the accused was, in fact, acting in self-defense, then they may only dismiss the case. The accused may not file their own accusation until after that case has been dismissed. And there you have a pretty consummate overview of the jury system design. Of course, the finer details are laid out in the charter, and if you haven't checked out the charter yet, then I'll tell you, it takes less than a half an hour to read the whole thing. And this is 100% of the rules that you will be governed by. It puts a lot of responsibility on your shoulders, and if you're not ready for that kind of responsibility, then you're not ready to be a Voluntucky community member. Now, the jury system addresses those situations in which you have time to file an accusation and wait for a jury member to contact you, such as if someone borrowed money that they're refusing to pay back, or after somebody has already robbed and beaten you, but you got away and they're no longer an immediate threat. But if your neighbor and his five brothers are surrounding your husband about to beat the shit out of him, you'd probably rather not wait for them to do it and then file accusations. I know we all tell ourselves that we just shoot them all John Wick style in 0.6 seconds, but the reality is that any of us can find ourselves in situations that can escalate beyond our ability to control them. We all have our limits of capability. The technology platform that will be created will allow you to contact all surrounding community members within a certain mile radius instantly with one or two taps on your phone. And as a community member, you will be obligated to respond, and not doing so will be a charter violation. So keep your phone handy, or else having a jury deal with the aftermath may be your only recourse. Since you'll have this capability, you may see no other need to have other options for short-term conflict resolution. But even the most well-meaning community members may not be the best option for handling immediate and critical situations. We can have a tendency to assume we already know who is behaving as a threat and who is behaving in self-defense before we have all the information. And this could cause those responding to cause more harm than they prevent or even commit property violations themselves because they think they're acting in defense of a community member who was really the one who needed to be restrained. It's for this reason that the option should exist for specialists to be able to address these circumstances. You will never be required to hire or retain such services. But let's face it, some people are better than others at keeping their heads straight in stressful situations. And there will be a demand for those people. Now, I understand that this job sounds a lot like that P word that we're all trying to avoid utilizing. And people in this particular field of work can have a tendency to develop a God complex. So that needs to be nipped in the bud before it even gets a chance to evolve. 
There's not much in the way of rules on privately run businesses in Voluntucky, but because this possibility exists, this particular business will have some pretty tight stipulations. So I'm just going to read you some redacted parts of this section on private business that address this area. Of course, the entire section on business is available at voluntucky.com. Quote, Since certain businesses have more capability than others to become footholds for tyranny, any community member who may choose to participate in those particular businesses will agree to the following. Section C, Private Business. No community member-owned business shall assume clients or customers or expect payment for goods or services by unintentional default or as consequence of other unrelated action or inaction or in any manner other than intentional voluntary exchange. Section D. Short-term conflict resolution slash property violation prevention services. In parentheses, STCR slash PVP. The business of STCR slash PVP shall be defined as immediate response to imminent circumstances in which a property violation has recently occurred or is likely. Such businesses shall agree to address property violations without bias and understand as well as make clear to any client or potential client that any agreement with a client shall include proper address of situations in which the client may themselves be acted against if they commit property violation. No such business may randomly patrol in search of such situations and shall arrive as soon as possible only when summoned by a client. Patrol and or surveillance of specific client property shall not be included in any STCR slash PVP agreement nor provided by any business that also provides STCR slash PVP services. Individual community members in conduct of regular business or performance of one-time services with or without charge in providing STCR slash PVP services shall be held to the same accountability to respect of property as those community members not in the business of providing such services. No such business shall prevent or attempt to prevent a competing business from conducting like services in any manner other than fair market competition. Any community member upon beginning such business or taking on clients for the purpose of STCR slash PVP agrees to immediately terminate any employee convicted by jury of tyranny or property violation or immediately cease providing such services should the community member convicted be the sole employee. Any business as well as individual community members who may later choose to be employed within such business agree upon accepting this charter to take immediate action against any convicted member who should refuse to cease conducting STCR slash PVP services as well as any individual community member who should stand in defense of such person and to impel them from such positions. End quote. So people providing these services will have a lot of weight on their shoulders. They will be the most likely among us to face accusations of property violation due to the nature of their job. And their claim as specialists would likely cause any jury to have a much higher expectation of them to understand what constitutes property and charter violations. Okay, enough of the 
unpleasantness and hair splitting talking about things that will almost never happen. I am really not fond of this topic, but it needs to be covered. If we want to create this world, then we have to answer the question, if not the state, then what? And 95% of the time, that answer is, then nothing. So maybe let's keep the shows on this topic to about 5% of the episodes. I'm quite sure that the next several episodes will be about much more inspiring topics and all the things we'll be able to do with our newfound freedom. If you'd like to contribute to helping the technology development necessary to get the Voluntucky Project up and running, I can use your programming and coding skills. And if you don't have programming and coding skills, then I could use your money to pay people who do. I'd also like to purchase some real estate that can be rented out in exchange for our cryptocurrency, which you will receive 10,000 coins of for becoming a member, for new members who might need a place to live when they get to Pulaski County. You can contribute to all of these things by donating at GoFundMe.com backslash The Voluntucky Project. And a reminder, keep an eye out for that special edition show from Future Voluntucky coming out very soon. And please share, share, share to all of your voluntarist and liberty-loving friends. Any constructive ideas that you have, you can put in the comments on this show at the website, voluntucky.com, or email to me at mattwithrow at voluntucky.com. Please address your unconstructive ideas to gofuckyourself.com. Thank you for listening, and I'll talk to you again real soon. Thank <laughs> you.